0: Oh, good afternoon, listeners. I'm Phil C, and this is Aussie, Aussie, Aussie Flashbacks. Do apologize for starting a little bit late. Had a couple of technical difficulties there, a couple of glitches in Radio Land, but we are here, and I am live and on the airways. I'm going to start the program with a double shot by Cornstalk. Now, if you haven't heard of Cornstalk, I met these guys at the Wingham Acoustic Festival a couple of years back. They're a very good band, they're sensational. They've got an album. Uh, it's a number... Well, I'm going to play a couple of songs from the album, okay? Uh, a couple of songs that I've selected that I think are uh, pretty darn exceptional, actually. I mean, I've listened to the whole thing, but these two really got to me. Now, the album is called Penny's Fall, and I'm going to play the first track. It's a number called One Chance, and it's the first track on the album, Okay. And then I'm going to follow that up with a number called Traveling Song. our listeners cornstalk one chance now that sort of reminds me a lot of uh stuff that i heard on billy thorpe's tangiers album that's an incredible album as well but i just see some similarities there i'm going to play this next track which is this is a bit of a double shot okay for cornstalk as i said i met these i met these guys I actually met chris chris hamill he's the uh, he's the lead singer of the band and I met him at the Wingham Acoustic Festival a couple of years ago when they were playing there, and I was blown away by their set. And I spoke with him uh, afterwards, and I was uh, I was extremely impressed. And I just want to put their music out there a little bit, okay? This next track I'm going to play is a number called uh, Travelling Song. Um, and he said um, he, wrote, he wrote this song while sitting in the Himalayas in India. Now, it was inspired by a traveller uh, he met and had a drink with. Who drowned in the Ganga rivers in, and I hope I pronounced this right, Rish, Rish, Rishikesh. I hope I said that correctly. It's a great song. You guys be the judge, all right? It's Cornstalk. You can get their music. You can listen to it. You can check it out on uh, Spotify. And uh, you can also uh, purchase the music if you want to. But I'm just going to play this one and I'll let you know where you can get their stuff. There you go, folks, Cornstalk. Now, why don't you go and check them out, okay? Have a look on YouTube. Have a look on uh, Spotify. They've got a few videos there you can uh, you can look at and listen to. They're a great band. And uh, Chris Hamill, he's a really nice guy too, okay? So I hope you enjoyed that little double shot of uh, Cornstalk. All right, on with the music, continuing on with the uh, aussie 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 flashbacks so i've got john williamson joining me this afternoon he's going to be my special guest and he will be in the studios around about 4 30 chatting to me well not in the studios literally but you know on the phones around about 5 5 whenever we can get in touch with him he'll be chatting with us okay and we're going to be talking all about uh, his brand new box set 50 uh, years in the business and the album's called Winding Back or the box set is called Winding Back. It's a, it's a fantastic presentation and uh, I think you're going know, to enjoy listening to him and also uh, finding out all about this box set. Now, next week I've got Corey Leg on the line and uh, Corey's got a brand new album out and uh, there's a brand new song on that. Well, the album's actually not out yet. The single's out and I'm going to play that in a little while as well. But before I do that, I'm going to give this one a spin. It's called Driving Out of Eden. It's Corey Leg. There you go, listeners. Uh, Corey Leg Driving Out of Eden. Now, that's from his uh, his last album. Okay, now, Corey's going to be my guest on the phones next week. We'll be chatting to him all about his brand-new song, which I'm going to play a bit later on in the afternoon. Uh, it's a number called Fireball. But for now, I've got to send a song out to Mark. Mark wanted to hear some jet. Wanted to hear a song called Are You Gonna Be My Girl? Going out to Mark. Thanks so much for connecting.
1: to be my girl. It's a one, two, three, tap my hand and come with me because you look so fine that I really wanna make you mine. I said you look so fine that I really wanna make you mine. i five, six, come on and get your kicks. Now you don't need a money with a face like that, do ya?
0: There you go, listeners. Going out to Mark. Going out to Mark. Jet, are you going to be my girl? I've got to send a song out now to Chris. Now, Chris wants to hear a track. It's called Golden Miles. Healing Force. Thanks for connecting. Oh, there you go, going out to Chris, Healing Force and Golden Miles. What a great song. That's an oldie but a goodie, isn't it? Goodness me, haven't heard that one for a while. Now, this one you wouldn't heard for a while either, okay? It's a, it's a track by the Bounty Hunters. It's a cover version. This is a classic, and we were talking about this. They were doing their, uh, their live gig, which was streamed uh, with us and also Novo Lounge last Thursday. At 7:30 uh, in the evening, great show, guys! Fantastic stuff, and they were my special guests on the uh, on the air last week. We're going to have John Williamson on the air this week. Going to be talking all about his box set, Winding Back. Now, um, before that happens, though, that's going to be later in the program. I'm going to play this track because there was a lot of banter between the uh, the listeners in that Novo Lounge concert. Even though you know they weren't actually <laughs> at the concert, it was on the stream, and everybody was just chit-chatting back and forth. And um, there was a request for this one. Now, everybody's going to know this song. It's not one of theirs. It's a cover version of it. Sure you're going to love it. that one what do you think of that one that lynn hines can she sing or can she sing what an incredible vocal and there of course you had dave making all sorts of effects with his guitar and his pedals he does love his pedals and his guitars he's got a quite a collection of them and that is from the bounty hunters roller coaster album okay so if you want to uh, find out anything about them just go on to their facebook page just google in uh, bounty hunters band and it's going to come up with all their info. They were the guests on last week. All right, I've got to send a song out. This is an oldie bit of goodie. It's a John Farnham classic, and it's going out to Andrew. Andrew Lancel. One to hear an oldie by Farnsie. It's called One. One is the loneliest number that
1: you'll Just no good anymore Since you went away Now I spend my time
2: Making rhymes Of yesterday
0: Oh, there you go. Old John Farnham, one is the loneliest word, one is the loneliest number. Count out to Andrew. Thanks so much, Andrew. Okay, I'm going to play uh, a John Williamson song now because John's going to be on the show with us later on this afternoon talking about his winding back. It's a, it's a box set and um, it's, uh, it's great. It's fantastic. You know, if you were going to get one... Thing of John Williamson's, it would have to be this box set because it's got 50 of his greatest songs on it. Absolutely unbelievable stuff. (laughs) Ah, the requests are coming in. The requests are coming in. It's going nuts. 1300494988, if you want to talk to yours truly. One or you can text me your request zero four nine two nine nine four 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 five. Alrighty, I've got a couple on the pad already, so don't stress. We're not going to be finishing at six o'clock this evening, that's for sure. So I hope you're in the mood to uh, listen to some fantastic music coming your way. I'm going to play this one. This was a big hit for J W. This is what sort of got him on the road to success. He won. Australia's new faces with this back in 1970. <music> and then I got a request for Chris.
3: <laughs> Let me tell you of an interview with an old man he knew. He's got a beak and feathers and things, with the poor old fella ain't got no wings. Aren't you jealous of the witch tailed eagle and battled it around? flying round and round to keep it two feet firmly on the ground. now I can't fly but I'm telling you I can run the pants of a kangaroo but I do! 50 cents um, little, da, 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 The designer should have had more sense um, little, da, da, da. If you take a look It'll prove to you <laughs> Around the pants of that kangaroo do, 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 Take a look, it'll prove to you Around the pants of the kangaroo You can't loop the load Like a cockatoo um, But a little da da like an albatross, some babble it You galah, i better by far than a white cockatoo or a budgerigar. They squeak and squawk and try to talk. Why me and them's like cheese and chalk. A female, he knew a little Da da da. As he shot to Heard him say, <laughs> She can't fly, but I'm telling you, she could run the pants of a kangaroo. But I do. the moral to this ditty? Fluff um, can sing, but he ain't pretty. Um, Duck can swim, but he can't sing. Nor can eagle on the wing. E- you can't fly, but I'm telling you, he can run the pants of a kangaroo. <laughs> With well, the crooked barrel laughed and he said it's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he run the pants of a kang-
0: Oh, there you go, the great John Williamson, and he's going to be on the show a little bit later on this afternoon, okay, talking about his brand-new box set, Winding Back. It's an incredible presentation, and i tell you what, I'm impressed with it. I bought it, and I've got every song on it. But it's just such an incredible presentation. I had to have it in my collection. So, uh, winding back, 1970 to 2020, 50 of his greatest songs, but there's a bit more to it than just 50 of his greatest songs. An incredible presentation. All right, I'm going to keep the music coming your way. Uh, Wizzo's asked me for some Stevie Wright. And straight after this, I've got another one for Mark. Want to hear some Easy Beats. This is Aussie Flashbacks. My name is Phil C. I do it every Sunday. Start at four Usually finish at six But then again sometimes not we you go folks the black-eyed bruiser the late great stevie wright and i said going out to wizzo that was actually a mistake <laughs> and it wasn't a deliberate one either okay no it was actually it came in on wizzo's number but it was actually for his mate gary so good on you gary thanks for tuning in there are you having a party there with those crazy people at party central oh goodness me i hope you got a bed or a plan B, one of the two. I mean, goodness me. <laughs> you live close, you'll be able to walk home. All righty, i got to play a song now for Mark. Before I do that, i gotta make, I got to make mention of uh, a couple of special guests we've got coming up. Next week we've got Corey League. He's got a brand new uh, song called Fireball. The album that it's uh, from will be out in September. Can't say too much about the album just yet, but the song is uh, was released on the 14th of this month, so we're going to play that a little bit later on, and we're going to talk to Corey next week, and the week after that, we've got Lonnie Lee. Remember Lonnie Lee? You'd have to. The guy's a legend. Oh, my goodness, and he had a new album out last year, and we're going to be talking to him all about that. And have I got a guest for the following week? I'm not saying anything, okay? You guys are going to go bananas when you find out who I've uh, lined up in a couple of weeks. And all the ladies, I know they love Lonnie Lee, they're going to go bananas when he's on in a couple of weeks' time, okay? All right, I'm going to play this next track. This is going out to Mark. to mark the easy beat she's so fine all right it is 12 minutes past five not long to go now we'll have jw on the phone talking to us all about his brand new album okay winding back and uh in a couple of weeks time i had a request for this one this is going out to maureen in druin victoria she's listened to us on the stream and as soon as i mentioned that chap's name lonnie lee she got to me and said can you play this one for her Thanks so much. Starlight, star
4: Bright. Shine down on
0: me. It's a bit of a medley of Lonnie Lee. Back That one's going out to Maureen in Druin, Victoria. As I said, as soon as I mentioned Lonnie Lee, straight on the phone. Oh, my goodness me. She's so excited. We're going to have him on the phones in a couple of weeks, okay? A couple of weeks' time, Lonnie Lee. And then we've got another special guest after that, and I'm not going to say a word except I know that you guys are going to be thrilled to pieces. He rang me today. And we've locked it in, and that's as far as I'm going to go. I'm not telling you any more, because we don't want to take anything off JW. He's going to be on the show very shortly. Remember him? This is another one of his crazy numbers. Fantastic singer, this guy. It's just the modern world we live in, but why do they pick on me?
3: Why, just the other week, my missus had the cheek to talk me into a vasectomy At first it never clicked that I was getting nicked I thought it was to test virility Then after I went through it ten days we couldn't do it and then the doctor said to me I couldn't believe it folks He said please blow into this bag please sir To test your capability. I beg your pardon, we're cutting down on accidents. I said, Are you fed income? He said, Please blow into this bag and we'll see. Well, I couldn't believe it at first. But you know what they say about doctor's orders? So he gave me the little bag and ushered me into the little room with all the pin ups. Grubby <laughs> little room it was, too. And I came back with my little bag. And the doctor was quite satisfied. And so was I. It's just the modern world we live in. There's newfangled things every day. The cop said I was speeding according to his reading. But I was three kilometers away. I was feeling pretty mad. When he took out his pad I tried to stay as calm as I could be He found a baldy tread He saw my eyes were red And then he said this strange thing to me I said, what again? He said, please blow into this bag sir." I said, hang on To test your capability What? We're cutting down on I said, are you a He said, please blow into this bag and we'll see. Well, this time I really was shaken up. And the cop could see I was a bit excited. He said, well, you better take a good grip on yourself, son. So I went around beyond a big gum tree. I came back with my little bag. Well, you can imagine what happened.
4: It's just a modern world we live in.
3: I'm feeling very sad and pale The judge said I was sick And threw me in the nick. The missus said she wouldn't pay the bail So take it from a fool like me Beware of quacks and boys in blue I'm feeling pretty bruised So don't you get confused I'd catch a train if I was you now. Please blow into this bag, please, sir oh, It sends a shiver down the spine Please blow into this bag, please, sir If the women don't get you, it's the wine
0: There you go, John Williamson, off all the best. One of his compilation albums, okay. I'm going to uh, play a couple more of John's and then we're going to get him on the phone in about ten minutes' time. I've had a request for one of his and it doesn't surprise me. There's a lot of people out there listening. And um, I've had a request for a John Williamson song. He's got so many. He's got so many. I absolutely love this man's music. I've got almost his entire playlist and I have to tell you, except the ones I just can't get, uh, Is some of his really, really early stuff that you just you just can't get it. It's just it's not available anywhere, and uh, I've got everything else of his, and I absolutely love it. If somebody was to say, "What's your most favourite John Williamson song?" I couldn't pick one. I don't think I could. There's about, there's a whole bunch that I really really like. But I love them all, but there's just a few that I like that really you know they speak to me in a different way. Um, but I can't say a lot, you know, that they're, they're favourites because they're all his music's my favourites. I'm going to play this one, and this is this is going out to Karen. Yep, she said I want you to send this out to my old man. I said okay. It's called Wrinkles. Well, old Bob hasn't got much,
3: but he values his boots he values the time he spends growing flowers He still loves his babies that grew to be men He recalls all the days and the nights And the hours when he and his woman worked on the land In the heat, in the dry, in the cold, in the wet He still picks her a rose and his old heart still races Still the most beautiful girl That he's met And you ask Is he happy And you ask Is he happy He's got wrinkles From smiling He feels lucky And free And he knows What it means to live here in the sunshine, he's got a ring. He walks with Amelia down to the store with a little cane basket for the bread. Daily sun Still hand in hand Like babes in the meadows And young faces turn Love is so beautiful It can be so deep And a man is a king When he has his own princess Bob wears no crown No long flowing robe But there in his mind he still right On his black stallion And you ask, is he happy? And you ask, is he happy?
5: He's got wrinkles
3: from smiling He feels lucky and free And he knows what it means to live here sunshine He's got rinko Then a cold winter came and Bob was alone Beautiful princess had flown with the angels He faded so quickly, the man became old And the wandering dew soon covered the roses First just a cane, then a strong stick for walking Then just a chair with a grey old man dying All that he lived for was always beside him So Bob left in peace To join his lady And you ask, is he happy? And you ask, is he happy? He had wrinkles from smiling He felt lucky and free He had a wrinkle
0: Oh there you go going out to Karen for uh, for her other half. wrinkles. Look, great stuff. He sings funny stuff like the vasectomy song and uh, what else has he got? Bill the Cat, about a cat losing his balls and and (laughs) the budgie song and I'm Fair Dinkum, Bloody Oath I Am. He's got some incredible funny songs, but he's also got some really, really great songs. He really paints a picture uh, in his music. And uh, I'm going to get him on the phones and you're going to be listening to him straight after this.
3: This guitar only sings the way I play. It. It's a part of me just like another arm. It started out as a little ukulele when I was just a boy on the farm. My fingers were too lazy for piano, but I could hold a tune pretty good. And I couldn't sing a song with a trombone, so I taught myself to play this piece of wood. But I know you are staying beside me, true lovers, we both feel the pain. And I throw this old bar did like this old guitar did you darling cause the guitar takes your man away from you one day I'll write a song for you darling that'll be the very best that I can do will it be a song about a wild wind with a thunder clap and flashes of blue or will it be a song about an angel it'll never be as beautiful as you You are staying beside me True lovers, we both feel the pain And I'd throw this old box on the fire Before I'd ever lose you again This guitar only sings the way I play it It's a part of me just like another album it started out as a little ukulele When I was just a boy on the farm, but now I am a man with a woman. The words I wanna say won't come true, no matter where this guitar's gonna take us. It'll never
0: been everywhere man he's been everywhere join scott gibbons with his brand new show on the road there's more than one way to travel this great land of ours from four-wheel driving and camping caravanning to luxurious motorhomes and fifth wheelers for the latest in rv product reviews and interviews with the manufacturers join scott he'll keep him informed and up to date scott gibbons on the road every sunday from 1pm Oh there you go folks And as I promised you Mr John Williamson is on the phone How are you John? I'm uh, good mate, who am I talking to? You're talking to Phil C from uh, Aussie 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 Flashbacks Oh uh, hi Phil, how are you mate? Oh very good mate, very very good I've got to tell you my listeners are thrilled to have you on the phone Thank you so much for your lovely wife Meg For teeing it all up for us How have you been?
5: Ah, uh, good, we just Come down to the
0: Gold Coast, walked on the beach, and I'm feeling pretty relaxed, actually. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> um, well, I'm glad you're able to uh, take some time for us, mate. I really appreciate it. It's an absolute pleasure for my listeners, and it's a real honour yeah. for me. I've got to tell you, I've been a huge fan of yours. Probably from uh, about... Thanks, yeah, mate. I, I first discovered your music with uh, when I used to listen to the Lawsy oh. Show. With Mallee Boy, I didn't. I didn't really know much about you other than the um, old man Emu prior to that. But once I discovered your stuff, I just fell in love with your music, and I've got your entire playlist. And oh,
5: I understand. I, I didn't really write much good songs until Mallee Boy days, anyway. It was Old Man Emu. I was a one hit screamer for about 16 years.
0: <laughs> well, look, Old Man Emu, as I understand it, and I do want to ask you to confirm because that really was your only hit for a long, long time. And I read there when I was doing a bit of research that you had to actually play that song like two or three times in a gig. Is that right? Because it was really the only thing
5: you uh, know. No, no, uh, you haven't quite got that right. I was, uh, I was still a farmer in Moree. You know, Northern Maori, Robert Creek. Yep. And I used to sing at a little coffee lounge just for fun. Right? You know, they sang everyone else's stuff, and I wrote "Old Man Emu." It was the first time I ever wrote. It. Yep. And I performed it in a in a uh, in a restaurant at the back of the Imperial Hotel in Morey. and It was called the 80, the Ten Eighty. No, sorry, it was called <laughs> it was called the Eighteen Ten Restaurant. everyone used to go it the Ten Eighty Restaurant. Yep. Because. Uh, because that, that you know is a bit of a joke, okay. being uh, being a poison, you know. But anyway, um, when I sang Old I Man Emu, I had to sing it twice more. So I I realised straight away that I had something. I, I've never had to sing anything three times in a row ever since. Yeah, okay. And uh, so that encouraged me to go down to Melbourne, you know, because I knew Melbourne because we came from Victoria originally. So uh, and I went to school in Melbourne, and I went down there, went on new faces, and that's where it all started. Absolutely. Seventy.
0: Back in nineteen seventy, and then of course the rest is history. You've just written hit after hit after hit. You've you, you've got fifty-two albums to your credit. That's an unbelievable feat.
5: <laughs> yeah, well, they're not all original. Um, you know, not all studio albums. A few live albums. Yes. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, but but there's compilations and all sorts of stuff. You know. That's but,
0: right. That's right. Yeah. Um,
5: you know, we did we done did one with the symphony orchestra in Sydney and et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Twenty something or other studio albums yep Yep, there's about five hundred songs all together,
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Twenty. Twenty studio, eight live, and about twenty-four compilation albums. And that one These you 24 did compilations. Yeah, twenty-four <laughs> compilations. Twenty-four compilations. <laughs> well, that's the thing. See, I'm I'm chasing all your uh, studio albums, and and I've probably got out of the twenty-four, I've probably got about twenty of them, I reckon. And there's just a couple uh, that yeah. I just can't get. You know what I mean? Like your early days, right. for example. Um,
5: there was... uh, well, there was only only uh, two thousand uh, uh, of the, one a couple of the albums. I think the first album was only about two thousand printed. Yeah, and I think they reprinted it. If 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 you find an old man Emu album with a with a, a colour picture on the back, that's okay. that's uh, the rarest of all because they, they reproduced it with a black and white picture on the back.
0: Okay, and
5: uh, so that they're the original. Yeah. But uh anyway that's I'm all history. Gonna, I'm going to that many good songs on the album.
0: <laughs> yeah. Look, your, your Mally boy album was the one that got me. Like that's just like every every song and there's a hit. It's an incredible album like uh, I can't. I can't get over that one. And of course, once I heard it and I bought it, I just thought, "Hey, now I've got to start getting into everything else you've done." And and every every other one's the same. That one with the symphony. Now I just don't, I heard that just the other day, and I actually I was so impressed with it because I absolutely love the orchestration and everything. I actually went out and ordered the blessed thing straight away. So, what was it like playing at the opera house? Because I've seen you so many times in concert or in performance. And you sort of yeah. sit there, you're very laid back, you've got, your, you, you, you've got your little campfire burning in front of you. What was it like at the opera house with a big orchestra?
5: Oh, pretty nerve-wracking, because with with the symphony or, orchestra you only get one run-through. So we had a run-through in the afternoon, and then it was on, you know, like that evening. Wow. So uh, it was pretty... Uh, I, I don't think I could do it anymore. I, you know, I think I had my nerves at a certain point at that stage. <laughs> but... Um, but uh, the adrenaline was up, and that's, I think the first song I sang was uh, my effort to write a, an anthem for Australia, and that was uh, Island of Oceans. That's I'm, right. I'm just, real, just recently, uh, I believe in the song so much, I'm going to get a, a, have some footage to go with it, because I think um, I'd like that song to be pushed a bit, bit more than it uh, has been. Yes. But, uh, yeah, working with August, we, we made a bit of a fun out of it. When I first came on, the August, they were all in, in um, black, suits you know like uh the giggles uh, what do you call them uh, formal suits yes, with black tie right. yep 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 and i came on with a william shirt and the second half i came on with a black tie and suit and they all came on with our and scared the second half so that was something we'd organized as a bit of a joke you know okay. but uh, i i i had everything quiet fairly quiet in my ears so i wouldn't feel too much different to what i'm used to you know yes i could hear my guitarist next to me and um and that was about it. So you know, I, otherwise I think it would have thrown me a bit too much.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well it's look, it's a brilliant it's a brilliant recording. It's fantastic orchestration. That is
5: popular that one, yeah. Oh, Thank absolutely. you. Absolutely.
0: Now what about the, the Hey True Blue? Now that you got um, a vocalist of the year for that, didn't you? Back in nineteen ninety two, where did that come from? Because that's just an anthem. That's for every Australian that that's, that walks on the planet. Did Did that just come to you one day? I mean,
5: I think sometimes some some people I think it's the only song I've ever written. I think, but no, anyway, uh, no way. Um, no, no, it was John Singleton who was, you know, the advertising guru at the time. Yes, and I I, I knew him anyway, but. I I wrote True Blue in 83 for him for a TV program because he'd knocked off advertising for three years. Part of the deal was that he wouldn't go back into advertising for the three years after he sold his company. And he went back then, of course, made millions and almost one year straight away. But um, he had this show called True Blue um, Aussies and he asked me to write a song called True Blue. That was about all he gave me. So I sat down, and if you listen to the lyrics, it's me while I'm writing a song. I'm asking myself, What is it? You know, is it me and you? Is it mum and dad? Yep. You know, what is it? And uh, it has struck a chord, yeah. It, it, it sure has. It's been sung at, it's used as funerals as, me, as well as sporting days, you know. Yeah. A, a, it's, a, it's funny how, how it works both ways.
0: Well, it's such, a, it's such an iconic song. I mean, you know, would you tie it up with wire just to keep the show on the road? I mean, that's what that's what sort of outback Aussies are like, isn't it? They run around in broken yeah. down old cars and they'll fix them up with whatever to keep keep doing what they have to do, you know? it's Well,
5: they've got to because you're a long way from my garage.
0: Absolutely <laughs> right. Absolutely right. Look, John, yeah. there's so many things I'd love to ask you. I don't know how much time you've got, but... You've got... No, you've yeah, you right,
5: Phil. Just relax a bit, mate. Just go for
0: it. Okay. Like, 26 <laughs> golden guitars. I've,
5: I've got a wine in my left hand. Oh.
0: <laughs> I'll have to call my long haired assistant and see if she can sneak me in a bourbon, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Look, 26 golden trophy country music awards. Like, wow. How that, that must make you feel so proud.
5: Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, there's others that are well ahead of me now, but I, it's... To me, the the biggest awards are when you sell the albums, you know. If, yes. If they sell well and the people turning up at my shows, that's that's all you can ask, really. <clears throat> you know, we've, we've un- unfortunately had to uh, postpone quite a few sold out shows when this damn virus turned up. Yes. But uh, thankfully, everyone's held onto their tickets, so we'll be uh, doing them all next year. When I was going to quieten down a bit next year, it looks like I'm. That's got to be this year.
0: Well, that's right. I remember I, the last gig I saw you at was January of this year, and that was at the Windsor RSL Club. And I was oh, okay. I was chatting with you there when you were signing merch and doing a bit of a meet and greet after the show, and you said that you were gonna you were gonna start winding down, and you were just gonna focus on maybe doing ten shows a year, and of course you'd continue doing your shows at the shed. And then yeah. you thought you were just going to sort of not actually retire, but slow it right down. I mean, at the way it is right now, right at this present, it's like you've been retired because you haven't <laughs> been able to do anything. So, so how are you finding it? Is it like you're bored to death, or you just fo- what are you focusing uh, I'm, on?
5: I'm not. I'm not. Bored. I'm living in, I think, the best, one of the best places you could possibly live in the country. You know, it's I've got a cottage on a on a ridge. If you stand on the roof, I can see the Pacific, but I'm more interested looking at the bush to the west. So I overlook the Naman Valley. Yes. And uh, we see just the most magnificent sunrise, sunsets, I should say, every night, and eagles flying past, etc., etc. I'm into birds, always have been. Yes. And um, I've got enough land to pay farmers, you know, I still slash a bit of grass, and I'm not buying any cattle at the moment because they're too expensive. But right. I, yeah, they only take 20 probably 20 thousand calves anyway but that that'd be more or less a hobby but um I uh and i I, I like working with rocks and stuff because there's a lot of there's good timber there and there's, there's lots of rocks to play with and uh and, you know I'm, I'm as happy as a pig in as you'd say yes
0: Yes, <laughs> and 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 do you, you? I notice on this box set. We'll get to the box set in a minute because I don't want to get to that because I feel once I get to the box set, but then we've done it all. You know what I mean? I'm slowly hanging <laughs> on to that till later. Um, but inside that box set, just just one thing. There's a lot of sketches on all the on all the albums. Now you do all that yourself, all that sketchy? Yeah,
5: yeah. I've I've, I've been drawing longer than I've been. I've, I've picked up the ukulele on or seven, but I was drawing before that. So. so uh yeah, I've always get set the way mucked around with it. Never, never seriously. Yes. You know, I. I uh, as soon as I get serious, I'm no good at it. You know. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you now I've done a few landscapes and stuff over the years, and, uh, and I had a lot of fun with it. You know, but what happens? If we've got an apartment in this in, in the city, and as soon as I start getting bored in the city. I, I grab a, a pen and pencil. Uh, you know, a, a pad and pencil on the way I go. You never know what's going to happen. But so, uh, I may get further into it as I as I go do less music, you know. Yes. I, I, the other answer I wanted to give you is that, like a lot of people, I think when you when you go on a kind of a retirement, forced retirement like this, you wonder whether you, you're going to be able to get back into it. But uh, yeah, uh, you know, especially in my business, you know, I have to get the voice going again. But I've been picking up the guitar a bit more lately. Yes. And I've written an opening song for when I do go back, and it's all about. We've come through this this um, virus, you know. Oh, so, really? and it'd be great great to see you all again, and we've be been missing you. And just a little opening song, which would be nice to um, to sing. So that if I write a song that keeps it going, it's fu- fun to work on it, you know.
0: So, writing a song is it something you have to sit down? I know, I know you like to write the lyrics and play the music at the same time. So you've, you've always got your guitar with you. So, is it is it something yeah. you have to think about, or do you just start strumming and then? You know, words come into your head. What What's the writing process for you?
5: Uh, well, it's, it's usually both together. Really, once once I come up with an idea, then I'll grab the guitar and see what what melody goes with with the mood of the song. You know, to, to me, it's, that's why lyrics should be first. Because you know, I have the songs where I've written the tune and and I had the lyrics and I married the two together. But most of the time, uh, the lyrics actually. Give you an idea whether if it's a sad song, whether you use um, minor chords, etc., and uh, and if it's a happy song, you know the rhythm goes with the happiness. You on the mood of the song, how the melody goes. I, I often listen to my uh, the melody in my conversation if I actually say them, say the lyrics. It'll give me some idea of um, the emotion in it and uh, how the melody should go, and hopefully. It's a melody I haven't written before or somebody else hasn't written before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Look, the, the the songs that you write, though, they, they really are. Because I've, I've – in fact, the songs that you've written have inspired me. I, I travel a lot. I've got a caravan and I do a lot of travelling. Okay. And I hear about your songs, you know, and I think – Gosh, I'd like to go there, you know what I mean? I'd like to go to Uluru, which I did. I went there last year, and I'd love to go oh, to...
5: Everybody should go to Uluru. Everybody should do that. Every kid should go to Uluru. That might, might make it a difference to how they feel about their country if they did.
0: Yes. it's Walk it, it, around
5: it. Walk around, uh, around it, yeah.
0: Absolutely. And the olgers, it's it's just... It's it's yeah. an incredible it's experience. Stuff.
5: It is indeed. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, it's been the centre of life, you know, for thousands of years, as you know. Like, that's... No, I think it should become more of a center of life of all Australians,
0: you know yeah yeah so you're also a conservationist aren't you John because I, I noticed yeah. you, you wrote that you wrote a couple of songs you wrote um, rip rip wood Ship. that was all about the you know the logging and you did goodbye blinky bill um, which is all about our koala there river, river,
5: f- river crying out as well
0: Pigs on the river, yes, indeed. So, yeah,
5: it, uh, you know, when you love this country like I do, you you become concerned with, you know, are we losing the nature of it? You know, to me, the nature of this country is our greatest heritage. And uh, if you ruin that, you ruin what it is to be Australian, as far as I'm concerned. But to put it in a nutshell.
0: Do you, know, you, do you feel as if we are? Unique, you know?
5: Do you feel as Sorry. if we
0: are? Do you feel as if we are sort of? I guess, the, the youth, the younger people of Australia? Do you feel we are losing our heritage oh, a
5: bit? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I think a, a, a conservative person in the bush now would would probably be looked as a greenie, but 30 years ago. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think, I think we've changed without knowing it, to be quite honest. Right. And farmers, a lot of farmers, I mean, including, my, you know, I've still got a brother on the land, he, he cares about the bush he's got you know I, I think probably you know I've had his influence on way things as well but he you know you turn around and you say Dude, you know there used to be a, a, a forest lies over in the corner there we should leave it leave it as it is we you know otherwise we can do well, I think a lot of uh, a lot of the wheat country in America so I talk about wheat country because that's where I came from but yes. in America where everything's just been wiped out completely it turned the whole thing into a big plane well Where's the character? You know, I, I like to go drive through Brigalow country. You know, Coolabah country. You know, like I think all those things are important for the for the character, the romance of the of the country. You know.
0: Yes, indeed, indeed. You
5: don't want to be all look the same.
0: No, certainly not. I mean, I, I do a lot of travelling around Australia, and I was talking to a chap, he's just he just travels overseas. And, and he said to me, why do you waste your time driving around Australia? And I, I go, mate, this is the greatest country in the world. And he goes, oh, well, it is, is a straight road and bush and a few rocks. And it's like, you're not opening yeah. your eyes. You're not seeing what's there, you know. I think it is no, the greatest country in the world, you know.
5: Oh, The bush, if you're into the bush and you know the trees and stuff, you you can see different country all the time as you're going along, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Like the new highway through through parks, the new highway right up the guts because we I knew that road well because we moved from Cornwall Cook below the Murray River up to Moree on that road. Well, lot Most of it was gravel, and I, I got to know all the different countries you go through. You got like a Scrub, and you know, you got. Bilo Country, you got Brillo Country further south. Uh, you know, you got your big ri- river country, big river gum stuff. You know, it's yep. all interesting. You know, and I think that's why the stock route up that new highway was so important because uh, it does. It's, there is still a cross section of or, or uh, remnants of what the bush was like in the old days. You know, all the way along.
0: Yes, yes. So you do. You do. Are you you used to do a lot of sort of. Ch- riding around in, in your car for charity work um
5: oh, i still do the bash yeah, the bash that's yeah that's was, what
0: I was thinking of the bash
5: yeah Meg, my, my wife meg's done 20 and I, i've done about 12 okay we met we met um the you know, 20 years back and um she carried on and it was I was a guest for variety to do that show and uh and she was on the first one she didn't she fell in love with the bash and kept going with it and uh once we got together, we got we uh, we started doing it together again later on.
0: Yeah, well, Variety named you Entertainer of the Year, didn't they? Around about nineteen eighty nine, I oh. think.
5: Oh, no. are. a bad coming. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, I've, I've done my homework, John. I've done my homework. <laughs> you have. Had, you have done your homework. Uh, that was the, that was the same. That was the same year you had Warrigal, and um, it beca- yeah, that was your first number one album.
5: Uh, yeah, it might have been too. Valley um, Boy wasn't far off. It, uh, oh, Valley Boy sold more than where So number one doesn't necessarily mean that's, they yeah. stay number one for long. but well, wasn't number one. Yeah. That's
0: right. Well,
5: now, well, we're talking about area charts, not not just country charts. No,
0: no, that's it, right. To that's get right. An
5: al- yeah, to get a country album on top of the pop charts is, is pretty unusual. you yeah.
0: Yes. Yes well look I don't know if it'd be unusual for you because your music's so diverse I mean one minute you're talking about somebody blowing in the bag behind a tree and 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 next minute you're singing about galleries of pink galas and and kudamundra wattles and I, 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 can't, I can't believe how you've, you know, you've got all these funny songs and I love the funny songs as well. Bill the Cat and the, the Budgie song <laughs> cost me 50 bucks to fix me Budgie when the Rotten Blighter only cost me five. But then you got yes. such incredible lyrics. Like, uh, for example, you know, You and My Guitar, you say in there that you learned to play the ukulele when you were seven and uh, and then you went on to the, the guitar and, and you self-taught yourself to play the harmonica. Um, your fingers were too lazy for piano. Did you really want to play or did your parents want you to play piano or was it just that part of a lyric in that song?
5: No, no, no. They, they wanted, because they both uh, had trained voices, even though they were weak. you know, my family were weak, brothers, but they loved music. I, if, if Dad... You know, my, my father, both gone now, but they, he often imagined he might have taken on I'm Glad he didn't, because he was a damn good farmer. Yes. And I'm, much, I'm, I'm so much happier having a farmer as a, a, a dad and a, and probably <laughs> a, 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 a tenor probably would have died very died out very quickly because that whole genre he was singing was pretty short lived, you know. Yes. You know, once anyway, that's the the pop industry started after that and all that, but um. Yeah, they had their voices trained and they used to sing a lot of duets at, at all sorts of occasions, never got paid or anything, but no. they were all known for that. Mm-hmm. And they would have loved me to play to, to accompany them on piano. Right. All their songs were piano yes. backs, you know. So uh, they thought that was a good idea, but I wasn't that into it. Yes. I, I just didn't find piano interesting at all. And
6: okay.
5: It's kind of a. I think you've got to have a bit of a mechanical mind to play piano. <laughs> And you've got, to, you've got to get all those little dots that come through your head, down through your fingers, you know. And I, yeah. And I don't know. But Dad played banjo. See, I was more into that, more into the rhythm, uh, you know. And as it turned out, that's all I really needed when I started writing songs was rhythm, you know, with yes. chords. Yep. Uh, I'll leave the fancy, uh, you know, uh, guitar playing. But, you know, I can, I can play a bit of guitar, but, I but you know, when it comes to guitar solos, I'll leave it up to somebody else.
0: Yep. Yep. Well, i got a. I got a Except couple...
5: Except in You and My Guitar. I played a solo on You and My Guitar.
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's a great song. I've, I've, and I've got all your books. It tells us all the backstories behind the songs, like Wrinkles. That's another fantastic song. Galleries of Pink Galas. Um them under a wattle. I mean, is there any one...
5: Have you interviewed me before? I beg your pardon? Have you interviewed me before?
0: No, I haven't. No, why do you say no, that to
5: me? No, I can like see you've been... Been building up to this, I can
0: tell. Them. Oh, this is. <laughs> look, having you on the show, I, I mean, I, I people may say it to you all the time, you probably get tired of hearing it, but for me, it was a great honor to have you on the show. I love your music. I love what you stand for in this country. The, uh, the you know, you. The, the music you write, the things you do, you're conservationists, you, you care about the land. I've seen you in concert. I see the I see how it, it pulls out of you. <laughs> so to have you on, yeah. for me, it was just unbelievable. I couldn't believe I was actually going to... Oh,
5: well, I and, hope there's a few listening to you, mate. you got a good audience how are we, we out there.
0: Oh, yes, we got a, we got a lot of people that have tuned in. There's a, there's a group of people in Woiwoi that have tuned in to me every single week, and when I said I was going to get you on, they all started sending me thumbs up saying, that guy is an icon, he's a legend, fantastic... Party Central Chris and Mark from Party Central.
5: <laughs>
0: Absolutely.
5: Hi Chris and Mark oh, yeah look, I, I, I work at Central Coast of course that I have over the years different places. yep yeah anyway. Yep.
0: so I've got a couple of questions. A couple of the uh, listeners wrote, wrote in and asked me they said um, whose idea was it to make the because we'll get on to we'll get onto your box set now. Um, 50 years one oh, 50 years is winding back. They're small CDs, twenty-five little CDs. Was that your idea? Yeah. Was that your record company's no, idea? No,
5: no, they've done it. Be- they did it before, I think, with um, Kylie. I think Warner said that that was the one. They've probably done it with others, but they said they did one for Kylie, and it was very successful. Kylie yes. Minogue, yes. And uh, and I've got to tell you, folks, it's the listening, that it. You know, your CD player in your home. I'm not sure about your car, but in your home. It has a space for a smaller CD in in the middle. I didn't realise it myself, you know. I mean, in the older age group, I didn't realise. I mean, they were singles, I suppose, but you can uh, slot the little ones in the middle. Correct. But there's more to it than that. You've got the little sketches, and and it's Ah. quite cute. The little box is quite quite cute. It's only, uh, in the old language, it's only about uh, four and a half inches square.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't got to take measure in here, John. I'll have to take your word for that. But I've got to yeah. tell you the reason why I bought the CD, apart from or the box set, apart from being a collector, because you can imagine, apart from you know the the, the new song that you wrote for it, um, I've probably yeah, I'd it? have every song on this on this presentation. I would have every song on it. But the yeah, reason? So
5: why we whiled your you think.
0: <laughs> well, that's exactly right, and this is why I was asking you: was it something that um, you thought of from or, or Warner, whoever, from a marketing point of view? Because I bought this box because of its presentation. Yeah, it's fantastic.
5: Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a kind of a collector thing, you know. I mean, definitely. I've, obviously, all the songs I've. You know, I've, I've released them on all sorts of things. That's what what happens to record companies. They they turn them over and uh, and they ask me to try and pair some off. You know, like you know, Keeper of the Stones and Raining on the Rocker together. You yep. know, so yep. they asked me to pair them off, and I had to also try to come up with drawings that went with certain songs. So that influenced a little bit too. But it's a bit of fun. You know, I did, I, I got no idea. Uh, how it'll go, or, um, or how it's been going. To be quite honest, I've been out of know, touch a bit. Right. Yeah. Well, I think I think I'm, I'm very pleased you're telling everybody about oh, it. Oh mate, I'm,
0: I'm, I've been playing your music. I play your music every week. I play a song of yours at least once a week because you know it is all about. My program is nothing but Australian and all yeah, all right. all genres and. The program's called Flashback for the reason being that I, I like to play music of people that are, that were around in the 60s and 70s. Like, for example, I got Lonnie Lee on the program in two weeks.
5: Oh, I oh yeah, I met Lonnie Lee years ago. Yeah, go on. Yeah, so I... Uh, so, uh, so, Is he still around?
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely. He got new, He's actually has a new... He's still around. He, the COVID things, like, everything's knocked him on the head in relation to performing and touring like yourself. But he's got a new album out, which he had, he had out last year um yep. called uh, back to basics so yep. i mean you know the the programs about people like yourself that you like your first hit was in 1970 but here you are in 2020 50 years later and you and you've wrote a new song called those 50 years and when you're ready to perform again you've got a new song ready to hit the stage with so I like to keep people like you in everyone's in everyone's mind because I think if it wasn't for people like you and Slim Dusty and because I remember I met Billy Thorpe one day and I was talking to Billy and and his uh, keyboard player Warren Morgan was actually touring with Billy Thorpe and I <coughs> uh, no sorry touring with Slim Dusty and I said to I said to Bill what is Warren Morgan doing with Slim Dusty my goodness. And he was very defensive of <laughs> Slim Dusty, and he said, "Don't knock the Slim. If it wasn't for blokes like him, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing, you know." So, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, well, Billy Thorpe was very Australian. You know, you don't think of it that way, but when you think about it, he didn't really, he didn't really come up with music for the world. Really, it was it was it was Australian, you know? Mm. Uh, I thought stuff, you know, compared to a lot of them who were aiming them. Seem to be that straight away aiming to make it in the world. Yep, and which means you have to have to try and get rid of your accent. But uh, you know, um, I've never bothered with that. But, no, uh, you can, if you can make a living like Slim has, and yes. Buddy Williams, and yes. Stan Costa and Chad Morgan, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. they're
5: my heroes.
0: Absolutely, and were they? Would you say that they were your inspirations for some of your songs? And I know Ralph well,
5: Ralph Harris was sort like of. That, a, their yep. success was what inspired me more than anything, mate. You know, okay. like they uh, they proved you could you could uh, stay in this in, a com- in this country and uh, and make a living out of it. That that was important to me. I I, I visited Nashville and all that once. I, visited, I did a couple of tours overseas, um, but I realised my music wasn't aimed for those people. You know, really, uh, you know, so it, it didn't matter to me. It was. Uh, a, a big frog and a little puddle worked all right for me.
0: <laughs> well, you sold four million albums in this country, so you're doing something right. Close to the
5: five now. I five, think it's around that five. Five yeah. million albums now.
0: all right. I have to sack. So the be, you know, that's all.
5: You, you don't really need much. I, I didn't really want to be a world star. I, really, being a star is not a big deal. It's, I just I, I wanted to write songs for my people because I wasn't hearing them. Okay. for myself you know I didn't hear him as a kid I was hearing all this American stuff you know
0: uh--huh, uh-huh.
5: well that was a About res- Hillbilly hour yeah, we'd had you yeah, know slim and, and uh, all his peers but uh, you know you didn't get much on much just really Australian stuff at all unless it was novelty you know yes
0: yes so so the box set you you've done all the sketches in it and and um...
5: yeah, there's even there's even some um, Miniature versions of one, with a couple of landscapes on there as well. Yep, they aren't just sketches; they're, they're serious paintings. Yeah.
0: Absolutely, and you did the paintings.
5: Yeah, well, every 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 drawing is mine. yeah. Every wow. painting or drawing, yeah,
0: incredible. This is. So the... I think
5: there's uh, there's extra ones on there on the box on the outside as well. There are <laughs>
0: there are indeed. That, as I there's si- a
5: weird one on the bottom, there's a weird one underneath. I don't know. I did this funny sketch you'd you'll have to describe it I'm looking. I'm
0: looking at it now, actually. What is it? It's, um, it's, a, <laughs> it's a sort of a, is it a man? It's. It's got like a, I don't know. I don't know.
5: know. It came up when I was just sketching and I, I, I started doing a whole lot of wire netting things. I actually, one of my sketches I did, um, King Street in Sydney, uh, where every, everything is wire netting, including the cars, the people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so, oh. I mean, art. Uh, Art if it's interesting, it's, that's what it is, you know.
0: Yes, indeed, indeed. All right, John, I've got another question for you. There was a, there was this, there was a, one of one of your fans um, has asked me because he's got the uh, "We Love This Country" album. And on the front of the cover, you're sitting on a cat, on, like on the on the entrance to a caravan with your guitar. And on the back, you've got a, you're standing in front of a caravan. And the, the person says, "Does John own a caravan? And does he travel a lot this country in a caravan? And if he does, where would he go? What would he? What would you be? Your preferred place to go if you only had two weeks in Australia?
5: Well, I haven't got a caravan. No, I really haven't um, given myself that space. But I, I did. The only time I actually hired a, a mobile, you know, van, whatever you call them, uh, I, I went from Broome across across to Darwin, and that was one of the best trips you could do. You know, part of it was on the Yid River Road. Yes, but that Kimberley area, it's like it's it's like another place altogether. You know, I I think if we've never. If you never travelled anywhere in Australia, I'd recommend that. Other than Uluru and all, you know, the centre. Yes. But, but from the the Pilbara, which is you know um, uh, the Pilbara the, the northern coast of West Australia up to Broome and then around all the way to Darwin,
7: mm-hmm.
5: you won't find anything more interesting than that. I can tell you. Yeah. And that's when I wrote old farts in caravan parks. On <laughs> I've got that album
0: as well. I wanted to ask you about that old farts in caravan parks. My my other half's parents live in Tasmania. They'll be listening to us right now. Actually, they they, they are old farts who like to travel a lot in the caravan parks. <laughs> um, well,
5: I am too now, but I'm not going to admit that. Uh, <laughs> Well, you know,
0: it's it's probably not for everybody. I, you you kind of think that. you... Do you still do a lot of that? Because I know when you used to do the, the, you know, for variety, you'd be sleeping in swags and tents, wouldn't you?
5: Yeah, uh, no, I don't. Don't do too much of that. We'd slept in the one night because there wasn't enough accommodation, but. It depends on how you to get in quick to get a motel when they tell you where we're going. Uh-huh, really? You, know, you get five or six people on the phone to make sure you get
0: something. Oh, there's no, yeah. pref- there's no preferential treatment for you, John. You can't just ring him up and go, oh, this is John Williamson. Look, if I?
5: there was, I wouldn't tell you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, crikey. All right, fair enough.
5: Um, but anyway, yeah, but, uh, but you know... It's, they might the, the three or four star motels. It doesn't matter. But but as I said, that, that trip that I took up up through the Kimberley, uh, that was just just with a hired motorhome, you know. And, uh, but but I still spent most of it outside, you know. Like I still like they have the campfire and cook on, over the fire, you know. Not yeah. in. I don't think we used the stove once.
0: Indeed, it's the only way to go. Actually, if you can, if you can light a fire yeah. and sit under the stars and just yeah, sit there and yeah. meditate.
5: But so, I do that all the time up, up in the mountains here, anyway. Absolutely. So I've got it all there. I, if I want to I could take go and camp on the block
0: <laughs> <laughs> and pretend and pretend you're in a different part of Australia. Now, what yep. about, how do you feel, this is another question, how do you feel about being so recognised? It's like you're the voice, for a lot of people, you're the voice of Australia, and you're such a recognisable person. Do you Obviously, you don't get mobbed in the street where you live, but, I mean, do people no, come up to you?
5: Well, I, think, and, I think that's the great thing about Australia. You know, Americans Americans have, have their tall poppies. Australia don't, you know, like, uh, you can sneak, I can sneak, Around Australia, pretty easily without being spotted, you know. Well, but but the thing is, when Aussies do spot you, they I think they're a bit more well mannered about it. They yeah. don't go stupid. Yes. They, don't, they don't go stupid like they do. Like my my daughter Georgie was in America for a few years as a, as a fashion designer, and they she she looked like um, I can't remember an actress anyway. Yes. And she used to get mobbed all the time. You know, like people mm-hmm. would come up and ask her chasing you know the Americans are like that but I, th- I think our our tall poppy syndrome is a good thing I think it you know you, you, no one thinks themselves better than anybody else here you know if you, you think you are, you better prove it put it that way <laughs> I, think, I think I think the old word being fed income is about sneaking around and, and and I don't think I don't think I want to be reckon that, that it's a lack of freedom
0: yes. you know, I've,
5: I've been tempted sort thought about writing a song called "I Don't Want to Be Elvis." Okay. Or I don't want to be John Lennon. I don't want to be Jesus Christ because, well, look what happens to them. You know, they, yeah. it, it kills them eventually.
0: Yes. Well, though Elvis kind of yeah. The pressure of being and, Elvis. Uh, Princess
5: Die. Princess Di is another example. That's yeah. When you lose your freedom, the yes. fame basically. Yes. You
0: wouldn't want Michael to, Jackson. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to be in that situation. Actually, I mean, being famous nah. is one thing, but. The pressure that comes along with it and the lack of privacy. I mean, look at the look at some of the royals. You know, I mean, I'm not I'm not a royalist, yeah. but I mean, you know, they got they got paparazzi kilometers yeah, away with Prince, his.
5: That's right. Why Prince Harry cleared off? He couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs>
0: no, exactly, exactly. I
5: understand exactly why he did that. Yep. Yep. Now, I, I, if anyone comes up to me and says, "Look, I'm a big fan. With just people in the eye, and you can sneak around. Yep. People don't notice.
0: Okay. So even in your own, and I'm
5: probably I'm, I've probably got older since they last saw me, in that and they didn't realise it's me anyway. So,
0: um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've, you you've, we all age, but I don't think you've, you've changed. I mean, obviously you've gotten older, but I still would recognise. I think it's me. more
5: the voice, mate. If I go up and order a coffee, they say, "Oh." <laughs> 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 when I talk, when they talk, I'm more likely to be recognised.
0: Okay, not. fair enough, fair enough. Now I've got to ask you: you've changed some of the words in you about about the dingo, and what it. Yeah. A- what about "Raining on the Rock"? Because on Mallee Boy, "Raining on the Rock" has got. Um, um, Uluru.
5: Per- Uluru yeah. has power, yeah. and then when I when I met when I recorded it again with Warren, with Warren William yeah. Warren Williams from who is, who is yeah. Aboriginal, of yes. course. He, uh, he wish, yeah, scared.
0: and then there was wishing and dreaming with with Warren.
5: Yeah, well, I use both now. I've Live, I I mention postcard yeah. first, then go to wish, wishing and dreaming, okay. which is, it, yeah. That's the, ab- the-, the
0: the Aboriginal sort of, yeah. I guess the dreaming, yeah. the dream time, yeah. So that's yeah. where that came from. Fantastic stuff. Very so small pardon, oh, it's very subtle because uh, the first time I heard it, because I, I hadn't heard the live recording, uh, you know, the one you did with him, and um, um, I'm trying to think of the other chap, the fiddle player, um, pick pick uh, Pardon? Pixie. Yes, Pixie. Because oh, I've got the mates on the with, with your mates and the three of you are recording, um, and yes. that's when I realised there was a lyric change. Because I was I'm so used to hearing wishing on a postcard that you were here with me and wishing and dreaming. I thought, yeah. Hang on, what's going on here? But that was because of your, your relationship with Warren.
5: But uh, yeah. But anyway, I, I, the other one you're bound to mention is I ch- I took Vegemite out of True Blue.
0: You took which one? And that's
5: sorry. I took Vegemite out of True Blue. Yes, you
0: did. That was my next question. You must have been. I knew him. it was. I,
5: I thought that was going to be a first. Yep. Okay. But that, I can tell you now, because Vegemite was owned by Kraft at the time, and and they were eligible for the Buy Australian campaign. Okay. Which True Blue was used for? Right. And they wouldn't put any money into it, so I, John Single, and I both got pretty annoyed with that. And I said, "Well, next time I record it and." Ever since then, I haven't used Vegemite in the show either. I, no. I either, either use or he'll be right or Mighty Mike. Might. Uh. Mighty Mike's an Australian <laughs> yes, company it is. for three threes who uh, who have always been good sponsors of my bash shoot in the variety. Fant- variety yeah.
0: Fantastic. So
5: uh, sometimes I'll throw in Mighty Mike, Might, but mainly it's, or he'll be right. Yeah,
0: he'll be right. Yep, he will he'll be, be right. right.
5: And or so, she'll be right Or she'll that. be
0: right and she'll be right and so will you mate and this box this box collection 1970 2020 this is obviously not going to be the end of your music is it i mean you're always you've you've just said you've just nah, written I just said i
5: have written a, i've written another one for my next shows, and I'll, I'll record it too for sure. Yep.
0: Yeah. Now, what about the brumbies? You know the situation with the brumbies because I know you're, I know you're a conservationist, and you, you did the one yes. for Blinky Bill. Uh, what do you think of that situation?
5: Lastly, well, brumbies aren't a native animal. No, <laughs> but they they've are, sort oh, look, of. I haven't, I haven't. I haven't gone into um, into that. You know, I'm in the middle there. I, you know, if the brumbies are actually ruining, ruining the. Uh, the, the, land, bush the bush there, yep. yeah. Uh, okay. Well, you know, I guess culling has to happen. I know horse lovers hate it. Yes. So I haven't got into that one. I I think Slim actually uh, supported the Brumbies, but right. that's that's a fairly fairly on the edge issue that one. Yeah. I, you know, um, I know we've got our whalers, which probably came from Brumbies. Yep. Yep. But uh, they're. they're uh, you know, I I I've got no problem with the brumbies the on a on land that's breeding brumbies. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I suppose I suppose.
5: Uh, it's a bit like the grazing of, of the high country. It's it's a hard one. That one. I I haven't studied it enough to really have a, 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 a strong issue about it. But uh, you know, I, I as I said, I think our greatest heritage is is our, is our natural bush. Yes. And it's what makes Australia unique to itself yes. and uh, we've just got to be careful with it you know
0: absolutely we do indeed absolutely it, it kind of saddens me to think of what's happening with rivers where they're damming them up and channeling water into oh, and,
5: the, and the bushfires what, imagine what the bushfires have done to our koalas well yes you
0: know? yes well actually I, I heard I heard a news report the other day about the koalas and they, they were saying if we don't do something seriously by you know in the next 20 years they'll be extinct there'll be no koalas
5: well, I don't, that, yeah, they won't be extinct because I've got, I got a koala hangs around our house up here in yeah. the mountains, you know. Yep,
0: yep. Well, or they'll, be, they'll be in here. such small numbers, I, 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 yeah, I, I yeah. suppose, and they won't, well, hopefully they won't extinct.
5: It won't be as widespread. They used to be out of Cropper Creek. There are still a few, even out of Moree, you know, so mm-hmm. we've slightly but surely obviously wiped out a lot of koala country. Yes. But, uh, you know, i just got to make sure we don't wipe back completely, you know. Yep. Yep. all right, John. Yeah, mate. I, I, I'm going to go and pour another wine, and I, I, you probably haven't got any more questions.
0: No, I haven't. I <laughs> just want to congratulate you on yeah, this. You there? On this, on well, they were from the listeners. You see, so you you do have a listening base. You said you hope you got a few listeners, and this is going up on my podcast. So anybody that's missed it, I'll just direct them to the podcast. So all they right, can, they can hear you. All,
5: and if all the best want, to your listeners, all the best to your listeners, and tell them to stay healthy and you know, and take notice of that this forest is a serious thing. It's not a joke. No, and, no. Uh, and I also feel very much for anyone who's suffering from the bushfires or drought, you know, it's just, uh, it, this country is a land of the battlers and I'm, I'm convinced that that's why the Matildas will always be our number one song because it is about the battler, you know.
0: Yes. Yes, indeed. All right, John. Well, look, I appreciate your time, my friend. We've been chatting for about 30, 35, 40 minutes or something, and I do yeah, have man. a tendency. My, my other half said I would talk underwater with a mouthful of marbles. You've been extremely patient with me <laughs> <laughs> and my listeners, and I just want to thank you so much. I'll, I'll let you go now so you can have another wine and uh, sit back and relax with your lovely lady, and I'll, and I'll just uh, take yeah. you out with those 50 years.
5: Right, mate. Yeah, well, i actually. I'm a guest at some friends' place, so I thought I'd better get back to them anyway. Okay. So it's been fun talking to you, Phil, and uh, you keep playing as Australian music, mate.
0: Absolutely, will my friend. You take care. Thank you so much, John.
5: Good evening to you, you and your.
0: Good evening to you and your guests. Thanks, mate. Bye. See you, mate. Bye. Oh, well, there you go, listeners. John Williamson, and he gave us like 45 minutes of his time. Absolute legend, and. Um, I urge you to go out if you if you want something special, okay. And if you don't have a lot of John's music, then what I suggest you do is go out and buy this box set because his 50 of his greatest songs. is in a small box that's got sketches on each corner. One on the bottom, it's it's gold. It's sort of a gold print on the top. Uh, JW 50 winding back. John Williamson, 1970 to 2020. And uh, it's, an incredible, it's an incredible presentation. I bought it purely and simply for that. I'm a collector as well, so I'll no doubt leave this to one of my grandchildren or something. But uh, it's it's great to have. It's a great thing. I'm going to play you this track, and then I'll be back with more requests.
8: We've been through hard times living on the land. But it's the hard times that we understand. There's been laughter and there's been tears But we came through those 50 years We saw the boys grow, turn into men Heard the women say, it'll rain again We sang with joy, click go of the shears Yeah, we came Some will go, no guarantees with the seeds you sow. But we will nurture, tell them all we know. We'll watch them learn and we'll watch them grow. We've been through hard times living on the land. But it's the hard times that we understand been laughter and there's been tears But we came through
0: those 50 years Yes, we came through those 50 years Oh, there you go, folks. J.W., Those 50 Years. Oh, no, I won't play that one. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. It was such a pleasure for me to get him on, and it was his lovely wife Meg that organised that for us. And if you're into John Williamson, you gotta you gotta check out this box set. You can get it on his on on if you go onto Google, for example, and you type in John John Williamson store, you can buy it on there, or you can get it on Warner Music. And if you have a look at his store on online store, he's got some really interesting things. Like he's got tea towels on there, microfiber uh, lens cloths for your glasses t-shirts uh, he's got books because he's written a lot of books as well um, he's written some kid books he's got one there called my dad snores he's also written uh, christmas in australia he's got a couple of books uh, that tell you all the backstories to the songs that he's wrote he's got hat pins and bumper stickers he's a great guy he's a great bloke he's a legend in this country he's an iconic australian performer and uh, i hope he sticks around and and he just keeps on keeping on because I think he's absolutely fantastic. I'm going to keep the show rolling. I've got a few more requests to get through. Um, I've got to play this track now. This is Corey Legg. And Corey Legg is my um, new entertainer for next week. All right. Now, Corey's been around for a little while uh, and he's doing quite well on the country charts. Uh, he's not signed to any label. He's an independent guy and he's got a brand new album coming out in September, I believe. It's in September. And uh, this is the brand new single from it, uh, which came out on the 14th of this month. It's called Fireball. So check it out and make sure you tune in next week and we'll be talking exclusively with Corey Legg. There you go, listeners. Now, that is Corey Leg, and Corey is going to be on the program next week talking about his brand-new album, which will be out in September, called Some Days. That's the single from it, and um, he's a nice chap. I've met him a couple of times uh, at the Wingham Acoustic Festival a couple of years ago. He was involved with a band called the uh, Swamp Stompers, and that's where I met him. Stayed in touch on Facebook and so on and so forth. And I asked him if he's got any new material because the idea of the Flashbacks program is also to keep the legends alive but also to promote the uh, young upcoming artists. I've got to play this next song, okay? Now, this next one is a request, and I know my Party Central people are going to love it. In particular, I know Chris is going to love it. It's a song that Brian uh, Brian Walker, his name is, he's from uh, Lake Macquarie. He's got, a, he's got a website page called the Lake Macquarie Rim and uh, he's become a new listener and he's always messaging me back and forth and he asked me to play this one for him. This is for you, Ryan. And I know Chris is going to love it and if you want any requests, you guys know what to do, don't you?
9: Somewhere. You a lullaby
0: Listeners, Billy Thorpe, Somewhere Over the Rainbow. What an incredible song. Going to play a couple of ads and then back with a little bit more music. He's been everywhere, man. He's been everywhere. Join Scott Gibbons with his brand new show, On the Road. There's more than one way to travel this great land of ours, from four-wheel driving and camping, caravanning to luxurious motorhomes and fifth-wheelers. For the latest in RV product reviews and interviews with the manufacturers, join Scott. He'll keep him informed and up to date. Scott Gibbons, on the road, every Sunday from 1pm. There you go, folks. That's what you've got to do. If you want to hear anything to do with travelling, caravanning, camping, four-wheel driving... And doing it in style or just doing, you know, uh, roughing it, so to speak. Well, he's the guy you need to speak to. Scotty Gibbons, he's on every Sunday from 1pm. He knows it all. He's done it all. So, yeah, four-wheel drives, camper vans, camper trailers, tents, swags, motorhomes, products, the latest stuff. He's the guy. You talk to him, give him a call, you know, and uh, he'll put you straight. If you missed his show today or if you've missed past shows, you can check him out on uh, ontheroadmedia.com.au. au. He's got over 40 programs on there, all the podcasts uh, from since he joined us. So uh, that's what you want to do. Check him out. And if there's anything you want to know, contact the man. Well, it's a one for the money, two for the show, three to get it ready now, Steve, let's go. The Jailhouse Rock Show, live in Cell Block P, P for Presley, that is. He'll rock you right out of your blue suede shoes. So don't you be no square, because Steve Head does care. Live every Tuesday night, 9 to midnight. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. There you go, folks. And if you want to know anything at all there is to know about... Elvis Presley, you got to check out Steve Head in Cell Block P, P for Presley that is, and he'll set you straight. He's got all the great music, he's got all the backstories, and uh, yeah, he knows more about more about um, Elvis than Elvis does, I reckon. Alright, I'm going to play a couple more tracks before I finish up for the evening, okay? I've got to send this one out to uh, Lynn, and then I've got one for Rod. This is John English. Straight after this track for Rod.
2: On a long and lonesome highway East of Omaha You can listen to the engine Moaning out its one-note song You can think about the woman Or the girl you knew the night before But your thoughts will soon be wandering the way they always do When you're riding 16 hours and there's nothing there to do And you don't feel much like riding, you just wish the trip was through And it's the same old cliches, is it woman, is it man? Try to give away As the sweat pours out your body Like the music that you
4: play Later
7: in the evening As you lie awake in bed With the
2: echoes of the amplifiers Ringing in your head Smoke the day's last cigarette Remembering what she said. Here I
0: There we go, John English, turn the page, going out to Lynn. 25 minutes to seven, okay? You're listening to Aussie Flashbacks with Phil C. Do it every Sunday from 4 through until 6pm normally. But the show's just continually extending. We used to be, uh, we we time slot so many times, but because of all the interviews we're doing, it's extending. I think it's just going to end up becoming like uh, four to seven. I think it must. I think it must. I'll talk to the programming people after we finish and we'll work something out. Uh, I'm going to send this next song out to Rod, okay? Now, Rod's listening in Druin in Victoria, and I understand it's freezing cold there. He's sort of sitting there with the fire on, and he's probably got a little rug over himself to keep himself warm. <laughs> uh, I kind of, uh, I kind of re- imagine Rod doing this and um, in his younger days, in his youth. You know, I can kind of imagine this guy, because he's a nice bloke, driving along with his arm sort of hanging out the window. Well, not his arm, his elbow hanging out the window, you know, and one hand on the wheel and um, playing songs like this. JP White, jump in Rod's car.
2: nothing to try and you'll arrive home nice and dry Mm -hmm. jump in my car you live let Hey, slow down You must be joking there behind that cute smile no, Well, if you're not
0: go get out of my car <laughs> rod's not like that he's a nice bloke i'm sure if he saw some girl you know hitchhiking along the side of the road and needed a lift wouldn't matter if she was you know too far away or not he'd he'd offer he'd go yeah cool jump in jump in my car just don't let the missus find out <laughs> all righty i'm going to play another track now this is by Corey leg now Corey leg is going to be my special guest on the air next week and then the following week we've got Lonnie Lee, rock and roll Australian music legend Lonnie Lee. So make sure you check out, Corey, and also Lonnie Lee. Okay, we're doing uh, we're doing um, what uh, special guests? Oh, I'm getting messages coming through here. It's through me. We're getting special guests uh, every single week. Now, gosh, we've had some legends on. We started with Kevin Boric. We had Glenn Shorick. Uh, We had the Bowden Brothers all the way from Gloucester. Who else did we have? Crikeys. Uh, we had John Williamson today. We've got Corey Legg next week. We've got uh, Lonnie Lee. He's coming up. If you go to my podcast, I've also got one there I did did with Diesel. And I'm also, uh, who else? Uh, Dave Tice from Buffalo. There's some older interviews I did there. Before the uh, pod the, the podcasting was set up for me. So there's a few of those older ones on there as well. Uh, and if you check it out, it is on Aussieflashbacks.com.au. That's my page. And on there you'll find out upcoming shows, uh, past shows, podcastings, anything anything you want to know um, about Aussie music, there, there's a there's a link there. You can you can send me a question and I'll do my best to help you. Okay. So, continuing now with the music, Corey Leg. As I said, he's my guest next week, and uh, he's got this new album coming out in September, and it is called. Let me have a look at that because he sent me. Some days, some days is the name of the album, and it's coming out in September. Is uh, his new single Fireball that was released uh, a couple of weeks ago? And he said it's okay for me to play this other track as well. It's a number called Last Night, I Dreamt of You, Corey Leg, folks. Are oh, there you are, our listeners. Corey Legg, going to be my special guest on the program next week. And that is from his upcoming album, Some Days. Last night, I dreamt of you. Don't forget to check it out. He'll be with me on the phones next week. And the week after that, we're going to have rock and roll legend, Mr. Lonnie Lee. I'm going to send a track out now to Mick. Now, Mick's in Heather Bray, okay? He works for a caravan company called 7th Street Caravans. And he's their go to fix it guy. What Mick doesn't know about caravans isn't worth knowing. The guy is a legend. He's looked after my van on numerous occasions, and he's a real down to earth great Aussie bloke, okay? He's just messaged me. He wants to hear a track by Lee Kernigan. It's a number called Hat Town, and it's going out to you, Mick. Thank you for connecting, my friend. there we go, going out to Mick Byrne, all the way to Newcastle, Well, Heather Bray, and uh, as I said, he works at Seventh Street Caravans, and he just sent me a message and said, "Play me Lee Kernaghan's Hat Town." So that's going out to you, Mick. Thank you so much for connecting. It's always good to have new listeners. All right, before I play this next song, I've got to make an announcement. Aussie flashbacks. Are you listening? Are you seated? No, we're not being taken off the air, okay? They're not taking us off the air. What we are doing, in fact, is setting up a 24-7 Aussie, Aussie, Aussie only radio station, okay? So it's going to be happening in the next uh, week or couple of weeks, not sure yet. I will give you a date as soon as I have one. But it's going to be 24-7 Aussie only, and on there you're going to get programs like Aussie Pub Rock, yeah, remember the pub rock days, the tats, the angels, the radiators, all those bands. There'll be a country show for all the older folk. I'm not sure what the time slot for that's going to be, but it's going to be country only. And only Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. And then we'll have a 60s and a 70s flashbacks program, okay? So it's going to be happening soon. And what I'm looking for, what I'm hoping for, is that you, the listeners, can can give me an idea what should we call the new station now it's aussie only aussie only 24 7 you're going to be able to stream it um and you're going to be able to name it so what i want you to do is let me know what do you think an aussie only radio station should be called 24 7 aussie 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 only and of course yours truly will be on there so you gotta let me know. I wanna know. What are we gonna call it, listeners? Think about it and let me know. I'm gonna send this, this next track out to Chris. Now, Chris loves Aussie Rock, for example. And he's asked me for some buffalo. Now, Dave Tice, the leader of that buffalo band, is on my podcast. If you wanna go to aussieflashbacks.com.au, you're gonna find me chatting there as one of my podcasts to Dave Tice. Gonna get Ticey on the phones again soon find out what's happening with him what he's been doing in his life is okay got a lot of big acts coming up a lot of big acts are going to be coming on they're going to be chatting with me about all kinds of stuff okay next week we've got Corey leg the week after that we've got lonnie lee and the week after that well you're just going to have to wait but i do know my friends in party central are going to go bananas when they find out who i've organized for them okay so listen Tell me, what should we call the Aussie-only 24-7 radio station? Think about it and get to me. This is for you, Chris. It's Buffalo. It's Little Queenie. Little Queenie, going out to Chris on the Central Coast, folks. I have to uh, wind up now. I'm just going to play a couple ads, and then I'll do my signature song. He's been everywhere, man. He's been everywhere. Join Scott Gibbons with his brand new show on the road. There's more than one way to travel this great land of ours. From four wheel driving and camping, caravanning to luxurious motorhomes and fifth wheelers the latest in RV product reviews and interviews with the manufacturers, join Scott. He'll keep him informed and up to date. Scott Gibbons, on the road, every Sunday from 1pm. There you go folks, you've got to listen to Scotty Gibbons on the road. Every Sunday from 1pm. As I said, he'll keep you informed of anything that's of interest, of anything that's new, talking to the manufacturers in relation to travelling this great land of ours. Now, if you've missed his past shows, you can get them on his podcast, okay? And that is, of course, On The Road Media. .com.au. On the road media.com.au. Boys, well, one for the money, two for the show. Three to get it ready now, Steve, let's go. The Jailhouse Rock Show, live in Cell Block P. P for Presley, that is. He'll rock you right out of your blue suede shoes. So don't you be no square, because Steve Head does care. Live every Tuesday night, 9 to midnight. Thank you very much. Uh Oh, there you go, folks. Now, don't forget to tune in to Steve Head as well on Tuesday nights. He'll give you your three hours of Elvis fix, play you the best tracks, give you the backstories. He's the Elvis man in the West, Okay. Guys, i got to finish. I've had an incredible evening of entertainment. Thank you all for the requests. I had Chris, I had Mark, I had Rod, I had Maureen, I had Karen, I had Lynn. I, oh gosh, if I've missed you, I do apologise. I had so many and it was such a thrill talking with John Williamson. Gave us so much of his time talking about his 50th uh, year's winding back box set. Incredible stuff. Next week, I've got Corey Legg. He's going to be talking about his brand-new album coming out in September. Some days. And, of course, the uh, brand-new single on the 14th of this month, Fireball. The week after that, we've got Lonnie Lee. Now, Lonnie's going to be talking about his career. He's been around forever, and he's still rocking and rolling. And if it wasn't for COVID, he'd be still rocking and rolling in person, in clubs, in venues, and uh, he'd be bringing it to you. He had a brand-new album out last year called Back to Basics, so make sure you check out that one. And the week after that, well, I'm not telling you who I got, but I'm going to tell you now, it's fantastic. Also, don't forget about the brand-new radio station, Aussie-only 24-7 with yours truly, um, pub rock shows, country shows, Flashback shows 24-7. We want you to help us. Tell us the name. What should we call the station? 24-7, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie only. Let us know, okay? If you want to send me a message, you can on my website, okay? It is, of course, aussieflashbacks.com.au. You can send me an email there. Uh, you could message me if you want to. You could send me a message on 0492 994 445 don't ring the station now because I'm just about to knock off, okay? So until next week, folks, thank you for your love, thank you for your loyalty, thank you for your support, and night Good night,
6: sweetheart, well, it's time.